Hey, dear ones, did you know that you have a built-in compass guiding you to your soul mission with all the tools you need to fulfill that soul mission? Sound exciting? Then join me for a Soul Blueprint, the only certification program that reveals how to amplify your five spiritual gifts so you can consciously create a life and business of massive soul line success. Enroll now at allisonscammell.com forward slash soul blueprint. And you can find that link in the show notes. Hello, dear ones. I am so excited for today's episode. It's time for our annual chat with Tamveyu about the astrological insights for the year ahead. Tam is the creator of the Energy Almanac, which is a beautiful book that enables you to plan by the planets. And it tells you week by week what we can be expecting to experience in our outer reality because of how the positioning of the planets affects our energy. And it's amazing to me, this is the fourth time I will have had her on the show, and these insights that are in the book that you can get your hands on, it's amazing how those insights seem to show up as predicted or as expressed, rather. I don't think that Tam would want me to use the word predicted, but as expressed in the book, how closely it shows up in our manifest reality. So it is really a book that you can look to to help yourself align to and prepare for the energy that is ahead, that is coming. So let's get to it. In today's episode, Tam shares with us some big reflections as we look back at 2022 and some lessons we can take away. She reveals the core themes we can expect to unfold in 2023 and what you can do to make 2023 your year. We end on an invitation that will get you ready to take quantum leaps in growth and joy in the year to come, so you're going to want to stay with us until the end. Welcome to Soul Guide Radio, a podcast for soul-guided leaders, influencers, and entrepreneurs here to bring about change on a massive level. We'll explore how you can Activate your big soul mission, amplify your spiritual gifts, and clear the energy blocks weighing you down so you can gain unstoppable momentum in life and business. I'm Allison Scammell, your host and soul guide. Well, hey there, Soul Guide Circle. That is the name of this community of soul guided leaders, influencers, and entrepreneurs. In the Soul Guide Circle, we have big soul missions, and we yearn to earn more, serve more, and grow spiritually along the way. If you aren't already a member, then I invite you to join our Facebook group of over 2,100 leaders and lightworkers who are in service to each other and the planet. Find a link to join on my website, alisonscammell.com, or in the show notes. Today's guest is Tam Veyu. Tam is the lead visionary and publisher of the Energy Almanac, an annual publication of weekly astrological predictions. Oh, she does use that word, so it is okay that I used it. She's a cosmic pretzel, which means she's a little sweet, kind of crunchy, always leaving you something to chew on, acting as an artist and transformational coach by day and astrological groupie by night. Tam got me so excited about the year to come. 
And she leaves us with some really important nuggets on how we can best prepare. Please enjoy. Tam, welcome back to Soul Guide Radio. Allison, it's me again. Hi. <laughs> we were just talking. This is the fourth annual appearance. So Tam was, we first met in 2019 in person at an actual podcast studio right before the pandemic. Yeah, that's a long time ago, it seems. I know. It seems like just yesterday and it seems like a long time ago at the same time. And we were talking about 2020, which is crazy because you were kind of saying back then 2020 is going to be a big year, y'all. And we had no idea, I think, that how it would specifically play out global pandemic. But I kind of feel like you were you were guiding us that, you know, buckle up for this. Right. And, you know, I have had a lot of feedback since then. Wow, you were right way back then. Yeah. So that is so amazing. And I have loved these conversations. I remember the conversation well from last year, because for me, you know, 2020s had sticky energy. Yes, 2020 and 2020 and 21 were hard with the pandemic and all of that. But for me, 2020 has been a good year, you know, in many ways. And I just feel like the energy has been sticky and 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 holding holding patterny. And like, you know, you, you, you a lot of people, a lot of my clients kind of feel like, like, well, I can't feel like I can really launch or I really can pivot sharply right or left or whatever. And I do remember us talking about what was the year, word you use? Restructuring. 2022 would be a word for restructuring, right? Well, the it was about... There was one word that was really prominent. Um, Rebuilding? It, yes, rebuilding because 22s, the twos come together to make a four. And that's all about build, building a form and structure. The main theme for 2022, which is, you said 2020 a few times. I think you meant 2022. Oh, sorry. I meant 2022. Yeah, the main theme that I was really pushing was showing up to the table neutrally, bringing your best self all the time because it was going to be hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, just make tea, not war on the cover of that book. And I don't know if you remember this, but that's what that was about. It's because we were going to restructure to some degree, showing up peacefully. Yeah. And it was like, uh, don't, don't resist. Like fl- you had a, you had an expression you used. I uh, won't remember from last year. It's been a whirlwind, Allison. <laughs> no, I know, but it's, it's like in the intro of the book. I'm not mentioning anything. I, I have my book. Where did my book go? I'm looking at my book right now. So it was allow differences, bring peace, and construct carefully. Is that the, the one? Maybe that's it. Construct carefully. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that was the language that we brought for last year. It has been a sticky year, and I think that's a really good way to explain some of what's been going on. Yeah. So did anything surprise you from 2022? Everything. <laughs> Personally, everything has surprised me for 2022. There Sticky really is. I wouldn't have thought of that word myself, but it really does describe like, you know, that there's some changes to make and yet you can't quite put your finger on it. You have to, you have to sit with it a little bit longer. And I know that like geopolitically, I would say showing up peacefully has been a real challenge at times for 2022. Yeah. And what other, any other thoughts, reflections, key takeaways as we look back 
This episode will go live, I think, on December 20th, 2022. So we will be rounding out the year, and I think people will be in a very reflective mindset. Any any other thoughts as you reflect back? No, just just that I think mostly my my big takeaway was really the importance of reflecting. We had some really big, big retrogrades that we did this year. And if if people aren't in the habit of using a retrograde really well, which means going in and really looking at the zodiac area of life that's being challenged and learning from that's where the growth happens. And I just feel like I I really tried to push with my clients and my customers and readers of the Energy Almanac to use a retrograde wisely. We have we had like six planets in retrograde at one point this year. That was hard. That's why things got sticky and slow. That mm-hmm. planet's slowing down is bound to affect us, you know, globally. Humanity was feeling the pinch of that. So for 2022, I, I'm hoping that people recognize the importance of retrogrades. And I felt like they were very long. They were long. They, they were, were super long, right? It started like it, we went Mercury re- we're wrapping up retro- retrograde in June. And then in July, everything started going retrograde by September, six planets. I believe even the North Node, not, excuse me, not the North Node, Chiron went retrograde for a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, it was a lot. It was intense. Yeah, it was. It was intense. It really was. And if somebody is on the newer side to astrology and they get their hands on the Energy Almanac for 2023, which we will be talking about. How can they prepare for it? What do you advise to them to prepare for future retrogrades? Well, future retrogrades always like understand what planet is, what the planet is asking you to do. And then the the Zodiac kind of tells you how to do that work. So let's look at Pluto is the planet of really regeneration. It, it comes in and it, it knocks out something so that something new can be born, kind of like the phoenix rising. So we understand Pluto wants to regenerate in the sign of Capricorn, where it's been for 2022. Capricorn is all about discipline, self-authority. In the bigger world, it's about government. Look how government is changing across the world. Old forms of government are dying and we're all looking for a new way, right? And that actually is going to play into 2023 in a really big way. So understand the planet and understand that zodiac sign and then look at it. Like literally ask those questions. What is this asking of me? How can I adjust in the way this planet wants me to? Mm. I think it says characters. So Pluto, the planet would be the Tasmanian devil. The zodiac signs are the outfit they're wearing. So the Tasmanian devil in a business suit. <laughs> and now you understand what you're looking at and what you're trying to work with for energy. Nice. I like that. I like that. All right. So any other questions about 2022? I know people are eager to get to 2023, but I just think that if you don't reflect a little bit, you miss out on some opportunities to learn. It's not reflect a little bit. It's reflect a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, reflect a lot. Yeah. It, reflect a lot. And put it on your calendar. I block time at the end of every month, not just for checking data and statistics and numbers and how did I do, but how did I feel? Why did I feel it? What are the events that happened? How can I grow from this? Like, I probably should have labeled myself like a look back coach. 
because it's all about the reflection piece. Yes. Uh, and, and astrologically speaking, I was born under a waning gibbous moon, which is all about reflection. It's oh, beautiful. All, yeah, it's all about reflecting and then reporting. And as a coach, that's what I do. Like, let's reflect and then report. What did we discover? Yeah, beautiful. Okay, so I think it's time now to look into 2023. And I would love to know, will we get a relief from this sticky energy soon? (laughs) Please say there's relief coming. I'm so excited for 2023. And maybe that's because I'm always excited about a new year. But 2023, the tools are like baked in the cake in this one. So 2023 is going to be, and Allison, you are going to love this and you yourself are going to thrive. 2023 is going to be a remarkably spiritually flavored year. Yes. My kind of year. Yeehaw. It is a soul-based year. We're going into a seven energy. Two plus zero plus two plus three is seven. Seven is the number of divine guidance it's it's the god number really and what did god do on the seventh day he rested so it's about going in getting quiet introspective and allowing the inspiration to come in and land and get grounded into if you look at the number seven and the way it's written it looks like the lightning bolt right so it's information coming in going through us. And then our job is to sort of ground it into reality. I have three key words for the year ahead, and it is isolation. She's writing. If you guys can't see her, she's writing. I'm writing. I always write down the things that I I, I want to integrate most. Yes. You should. Meditation. Isol- so isolation, first of all, like isolate yourself. Introspection is word number two. And number three is inspiration. So you could say isolation and introspection for inspiration. You could say solitude and silence for inspiration. Silence is the number of seven. Nature is a key tool for 2023. And honestly, that's the numerology of 2023, but always because of God's divine, there is always, always a bigger integration at play. And the astrology, the, the luminaries are going to weave their magic in with this theme and they, they connect so deeply. We have key planets shifting. So Saturn, the planet of discipline and lessons is going to move into Pisces. Remember I said Saturn is character. So Saturn is like grandpa. He's in the corner and he's got his clipboard and his watch and he's, he's managing time. He's managing structure. He's giving us lessons. Saturn is grandpa in the corner and he's kind of stern and he's a little quiet. And he is going to put on the artist pinafore. He's the dreamer and the visionary and the, he's inspired and compassionate. Pisces wears that artist frock. And so Pisces really is a sign about spirituality. It is a sign about love and dreaming and visioning. So imagine when we get quiet 
and we isolate ourselves, the inspirations that are going to come through. And when we apply discipline, we could have a regular spiritual practice that we will develop. I see your wheels turning, Allison. <laughs> they are, they are. So I'm excited to share with you that when you first started talking, I'm getting like resistance. Like, this is just me. So I always know when I get resistance, I like really needed to hear it. Uh-oh. Like pulling the oracle card and you're disappointed and that, you know, that's the card you need the most. So isolation, introspection, man, I want to, I feel like I've been doing that. I've been stuck. I'm like, I'm going to get out there and like light the world on fire. I'm tired of being in my cave. What do you say to that? <laughs> I say, do your work, girl. Look, you're going to going to feel this, whether you do it or not, it's going to be there. It's going to be present. So here's something that I want to mention, like the Greek word for psyche is soul. Psyche equals soul. The luminaries throw their energy down on this earth and our soul picks up that vibration. It's going to happen quite naturally. I'm telling you, Allison, you're going to feel the pull. I need to get quiet. You're going to feel the pull. I've got to figure this out and I need to isolate in order to do that. So don't resist it. You're going to have your, your soul is going to be like, this is what we want to do anyway. Yeah. Right. Well, it's like if you've ever talked to, if you ever heard me talk about the five stages of your energy amplifying, the, the second stage is the call to isolate. The first is the invitation I invited in to happen. The second is the call to isolation. And it literally cannot happen unless you isolate. So because I think we're collectively going through a massive energy upgrade, it only makes sense that there would be a collective call to isolation. Absolutely. And I'm extremely familiar with your work. And it is so in line with exactly where humanity is going to go. And I think you just said, I believe we're in we're in a big energy upgrade. We are. And then the numerology and the astrology are pulling us in that direction. Not only is Saturn going to shift into Pisces, but we have Pluto. What did I talk about? The Tasmanian devil, right? He comes in, he leaves a pile of dust and then he goes off so that we can rebuild something. Pluto is going to shift into Aquarius. What is Aquarius? Aquarius is silver astronaut suit type of thing, uh, very futuristic. So Aquarius is very futuristic, forward thinking, humanitarian. If it's good for me, it's good for we. Friendly sign. They're innovative and they get downloads. Aquarius really rules the group. So here comes Pluto coming in saying, we need to change the way we think about the group. We need to change the way we think about all of us as one. You and I know that we are connected with everything that's going on. We are one. And Pluto is going to change how we do each other. You know, Mm. it's change innovation and how we do, how we innovate, where we innovate. It's, it's exciting. And this change, this Pluto into Aquarius is going to go for the next 20 years. Nice. Yeah. Years. It takes, excuse me, it's closer to 30 years because it takes really a long time for Pluto to go through one sign. Yeah. So it's exciting. That's another big move. What I love about this is because we are, you know, socially conditioned and in, in lower vibrational energy. We're socially conditioned to go, 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 move, 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 
be plugged in, be have too many things on your to-do list. And with this higher call and a collective call to isolate and introspection, I feel like it's in a way, you know, the divine saying that old way of doing it, it's just not going to happen anymore. I mean, it's just not going to work. And we're here to come in and say, it is time to slow down and it is time to look within and put your phone down. And, you know, don't you don't need to reach for that bottle of wine every night. It's okay from time to time, (laughs) but you don't need to reach for it every night because you're in your cave. Right. And I think that's really beautiful, actually. So do I. I, That's one of the reasons I'm very excited about 2023 is because I feel like it's kind of so it's a spiritual awakening. Right. Yeah. Leanna, it's it's our individual spiritual awakenings will be will be called to pull more on our source, whatever source is for you the listener. I'm excited about this. And as a person who mostly thrives on fire, it's kind of strange for me to be excited about getting quiet and being forced to get quiet. So it's going to be important. We have Mars and Gemini currently, currently retrograde. It'll be in in Gemini for a little bit longer. Mars Mars and Gemini is about walking your talk. Yeah. So Allison, for you and I, who are leaders and influencers, you know, walk our talk. It's really, really important. Gemini is the talker, the the teacher. I call it the teacher student, Gemini. So I picture the outfit of Gemini as like a color blocked button down shirt with a pocket and a pocket protector with a pen in it. That's Gemini. They're always asking questions, collecting information, processing that. They're also very social and, and like to talk, 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 talk. Mars is the planet the personality of like a star athlete. I mean, it's really like a warrior personality, but I don't like that image. So I'm using like a, a football player. He's bulky. He's, a- he's ready to take action. He's the leader. So Mars is all action. Put him in his button down shirt with a pocket protector. And now he's going to walk his talk, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what we have to do. We as soul-based leaders. Everybody, if you're listening to this podcast, I know you're a soul-based leader. You got to walk your talk in 2023. Do your introspection. Lead people toward getting quiet. If you're doing a retreat, be sure you include meditation in that, you know? And let's talk about what gets inspired from all of this. You're going to receive information when you get quiet. You know, what inspirations bring us into the future? Yeah. We're we're doing our future differently, aren't we? Pluto in... I love this because I always say, if you want to have a spiritual awakening in your life, you have to isolate. Yeah. I mean, you have to isolate and isolate, depending on what your higher self is calling you to, can be getting up five minutes earlier in the morning to meditate, but it can be, can be big moves for isolation too. It can be both, you know, doing that thing, that isolating thing that you've never done before. And like, my gosh, I have kids. I've got responsibilities. Like, I can't isolate that much. So I just invite in, if you're, whatever your calls to isolation are, to honor that, first recognize it and then honor it and see how you can follow through on it. Are you familiar with Karen Curry Parker, who does quantum human design? Yeah. Yes. She was on the podcast a couple of weeks ago and I asked her about what she see and what human design tells us and quantum human design tells us for 2023. And she said, very much in line with what you were saying about walk your talk. She said in 2023, it's going to be critical to tell the story about yourself that you want 
you really want to tell? Mm-hmm. You know, who do you really want to be? What is that story from your heart, from your soul? Who am I? What is the work I'm doing? Who am I being? And tell that. Tell it first to yourself and then share it with the world. Is that is that a similar energy of what you're saying about walk your talk? Absolutely. That's that's exactly the same energy. And I'm so glad that others are grabbing that same information. Absolutely. You know, the I in the past I have taught about how to write become an author, write your first book, and there'd be a room full of people. And I say the number one thing you have to do when you become author, an author, or you're thinking about writing a book, is you claim it by telling everybody you're writing a book. You have to talk and walk at the same time. You have to tell people, and that brings energy and life into it. So whatever we're doing in 2023, you're right. We have to know it, and that requires the isolation, right? Who am I? What am I bringing to this planet? And then we share it with others in its best light and walk through it. And we walk through it, and it's not easy. I'm not saying it's easy changing your identity or owning your identity. Yeah. It is part of the process. Well, Martha Beck says it's like one of her key tenets in her life coach training program is you got to live it to give it. And it sounds like, you know, I think before you can kind of get by with, oh, I'll teach others how to do this thing that I'm not doing for myself. Like I'll teach others how to incorporate self-care in their lives, but I have no self-care in my own life. And I think we're evolving to a point where we can't get away with that anymore. And I've been guilty of it. I'm like, hey, let me help you how to manage your burnout whilst I'm burning out. I've done that before, but I'm not, I I do that less and less and less and less. And I think we're getting to the point where we just, we can't say, hey, I'm going to help you do this thing that I'm not doing for myself. I think you're right. It's like, this is my row. I'm going to stay in it, right? And I've been guilty of it as well. Like as a helper, as a person who naturally wants to help everybody, I tend to like, oh, I can, I can do that. Or I could teach that. Or I could, I could help you for sure. And the next thing you know, my little red wagon is loaded up and I can't even pull it. So yeah, I've been guilty. Let's all learn to stay in our row and walk that row really, really well with intentionality, right? Yep. Yeah, that's the way forward. Okay, so I love the isolation. I love the introspection. And one thing that I've really been sinking my teeth into, and especially as I've been learning more about human design, I've really been going deeper in the divine timing of things arriving, right? And it's not meant to all happen right now. And there's a divine timing for things unfolding and just leaning into that and not getting impatient and not beating myself up because it hasn't happened yet. So I think with this inspiration, we could potentially get impatient, right? So we're doing the isolation, we're doing the inspiration, introspection and they're like where's our bloody isolation so can you talk us through like how we can lean into the divine timing of the inspiration arriving when it's ready oh my as a person born of impatience i i'm an idea generator and inspiration comes really quickly for me and my form of meditation has not been through isolation Mine is through my dog walking and mine is through being in the garden and taking a shower and all that. And the inspirations come and you have to sort through them. And that is something that I would like people to remember. Not every idea is yours to run. with. It's the ones that, that stay with you. It's the ones that 
make your goosebumps or God bumps go off. It's God bumps. I love that. Yeah. Those are the ones that are yours. Now, I do believe, oh, who is that famous writer, Eat, Pray, Love? Elizabeth Gilbert. Yeah. Who, who talks about how an idea comes and it's delivered to you, but it's also delivered to a few other people on the planet, just in case you don't take it. <laughs> yes. And I have had that experience. I literally have had that experience. So anyway, these inspirations come and they're given to you and you have to sort through them and you have to decide, are they in alignment with your values? And if they are, you hold them and you just kind of nurture them like you would a baby. And and then you wait for those synchronicities. To me, it's about waiting for God to show you like, there's the magic. Now you know you're supposed to run with it. When the energy almanac itself was born, the synchronicities wouldn't stop. I mean, I was in tears every day, like, I don't want to do this project. I don't want to run an energy almanac. I don't even know what that is. And the synchronicities kept happening so strongly that I couldn't deny that God needed me to do this. And he was telling me it was now. And when I said, when I leaned in and did the big gulp and I said, okay, God, I get it. I'll do it. Then like the momentum picked up and I knew the timing was now. The momentum just generated on its own. I didn't have to do it. There was no effort involved. I think that's a key thing about inspiration. When when you have something, you nurture, 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 and then and then wait and ask. I'm I'm asking all the time, every day, all day. Okay, God, angels, what next? Show me. And my famous friend Allison Scammell says, you know, <laughs> who do I need to be now? You know, what do I need to do next? Show me. So yes. ask, asking the questions all the time is just part of the process. I think. Yeah. I answered what you needed, but that's where I'm at. <laughs> yeah, no, that's beautiful. And I'm just going to go ahead and assume that you would, I'm not going to assume, I'm going to ask you, do you agree that we will have a harder time getting the inspiration if we're not doing the isolation and introspection? Yeah, I totally agree with that. I think it is much smarter to, to, remove distraction and just allow that time with your heart. I also say for those who like, oh, nothing comes or I'm not good at meditation, have a list of questions that you can ask and ruminate on so that God can provide those answers to you. And also remember that your inspiration may not be like a download that comes that you hear in your ear, but your inspiration can come from a bird that flies down and makes a certain move that you identify with, whatever. It can come in many, many forms and be open to that as well so yeah and can't the isolation be like if you're someone who doesn't do the lotus position deep breathing meditation easefully but you're someone who does like to walk your dog and you have a, a more moving meditative experience you go swimming whatever it is and you're in that repetition that puts you in a meditative state that is still isolation right and we can still be introspective whilst moving that is correct. And yeah. I, I firmly believe that's a powerful way of meditating for a lot of people like myself, who is, I have six planets in fire signs. It's about moving for me. My body, yeah. needs, my husband said to me, when you sleep, you really move a lot. <laughs> yeah. But yes, you write about that. And I want to add one little nugget of information for those who are like practicing open-eyed meditation, if you will. There's actually a guy that teaches that, how to use open-eyed meditation. His name is Michael Massiel. And his work is, is remarkable. That's amazing. And in your human design, if you have a divine 
a defined head center and ajna, you're going to find traditional meditation could potentially be a li- little bit more challenging for you. I have that. I have definition there. And, you know, you're, you're, you're a thinker when you have definition there and you're designed to be a thinker. And so shutting off your, or turning down your thoughts a little bit can be a challenge. And, and so the trick in all of this is finding the thing that works for you, for sure. Right. For me, it's art. And yeah. I art table, like when I'm just going and I hit the zone, the ideas come, I have to keep a pad of paper next to me so I can capture what next, what next. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. For me, it's definitely nature too. Being out in nature with my dog and not being distracted, not being like, oh, hurry up and do your business, Astrid, and I need to get back to my workload. It's like five senses engaged. I actually use Astrid for inspiration because she's so like her nose is going crazy and her eyes. She's actually a sight hound. So she has expert vision and she's looking and she's feeling and she's digging and she's rubbing and her five senses are electrified every single time we go outside. And I thought, how can I be more like her? <laughs> right? Cool. I, I yeah. that idea. Yes. Yeah. So just like being out in nature and just like looking at the trees and connecting to trees. And, you know, trees sing. Yes. When you, yes. So if, you, if you're out on a nature walk and you want to tune into that, just tune into the singing of the trees. And they love it. When people put conscious awareness on them, they, it's like the, oh, yay, the, there's a tree on the cover of the Energy Almanac. It's beautiful. Yay. And so the trees love it when you put your, your, your conscious awareness on them and they will sing to you. And if you think this is nuts, I invite you to try it the next time you're going out in a tree. You don't have to be in the middle, deep in the middle of the forest. Just go out where there's a bunch of trees and just tune into it. And just allow yourself to sing, sink into your body, go to your heart space and allow yourself to sing what you think the trees might be singing to you. And you can channel their songs and it's incredible. And it's actually for me, I I don't need the proof, but I've done this with people before and they're like, oh my gosh, like they can feel it and they just start singing the song the trees are singing and they're like, it, it like validates their experience that what this is happening is really real. So it's kind of cool. It's beyond cool. It's amazing. And I love that. The trees and I have a very close relationship. I relate to this. And I've actually seen, you can search it on YouTube. They put paddles on plants, trees, mushrooms. They put the paddles on them and then they play the music of the vibration of the plants. It's it's beautiful beyond words. Oh my um, gosh. Totally resonate with everything trees and that's why in the energy almanac you're going to find 13 illustrations of trees in yoga poses oh oh that's yeah. so cool those just this year are exceptional i have them available as art prints as well for people who like need to have one. <laughs> oh my gosh so for those of you who don't know tam is has you wear so many hats brilliant you, you have a lot in your zone of genius you're like one of the, you're like the Swiss army knife of like your genius. Like there's so many different like tools you can pull out. And she is such a gifted artist, like unbelievable. So I am so excited to see the illustrations. And we, I'm going to find one of those YouTube videos you're talking about. Cause that sounds unbelievable. I've not seen that. And if I'm successful, I will put a link in the show notes to one like of those. Find it. I'm going to send it over to you. I just looked at it maybe three days ago. Oh my gosh. That is so cool. Yes, please do. That is awesome. Okay. 
So we, lo- I love it. I'm really warming up to these core themes that I had resistance over to begin with. Now I'm like, I'm, I'm cooking here. So we have isolation, intro- introspection, inspiration. What other core themes can we expect for 2023? Really, it's, it's that Pluto shifting into Aquarius that's going to be a big deal. But the, I think the other thing I really want to mention is Jupiter's move into the sign of Taurus. So Jupiter personality-wise, is a cheerleader. She is the cosmic cheerleader and comes in and gives us hope and inspiration. And she makes everything really big and really optimistic. And she's coming into wear a pair of overalls. She's going into the sign of Taurus. Taurus rules our resources, our internal resources being our value system, as well as our external resources, our monies, our things. Right. So Jupiter is going to expand money and expand and magnify what we value. So know your values. I mean, as a coach, we want our clients and customers to know what matters to you. And don't say to me, family and love. Fine. Fine. We all have, you know, family and love. No, go deeper than family and love. What matters to you. Me, brevity, levity, creative, spirituality. Those, I know that's what matters in my life. Oh, communication. Number five, communication. Know your top five values and live through them. Mm. Uh, Jupiter in Taurus. Taurus wears overalls because Taurus is about nature. Again, that nature theme for 2023. Overalls that are rolled up, nesting, and nurturing the yard, being in nature, backyard barbecues, garden walls with roses, inside the house, it's flowers, making things beautiful and abundant. Taurus, stabilizing money. Taurus is going to stabilize. They're frugal. Jupiter's going to expand that stabilization of money for us. It's an amazing and incredible opportunity for humanity. This this is going to be two years in that Zodiac sign. Jupiter will wear overalls for two years, roughly, maybe 18, 20 months. So it's an exciting time to think that we get this opportunity to do money differently, budget differently, be more careful with the decisions we make, basing them on our value systems, right? Mm -hmm. That's another key thing that we'll be looking at and working toward for 2023. And that's very much what Karen Curry Parkey said, too, about getting really clear on your values and talking about them and living by them. Taurus, talking, communicating. Taurus is throat. So that's going to be really important as communicate our value system to others. When you make a decision and you say, no, it's because like it's not in alignment with who I am right now. Thank you. And I love you for asking me. I'm just not going to participate right now. Yeah. Yeah. And then if you don't, I mean, and, and it's okay. I mean, we're humans. We, we step off track. We go into shadow. It's okay. It's part of our path. And just kind of knowing that if we aren't living towards our values, if we're telling a story about ourselves that we don't really want to be telling, we're going to feel that. I think that's, that's no longer going to be like, well, slide by and it's going to be okay. I think, I think we're really going to feel that non-alignment. Is, is just going to be really felt. Is that, do you agree? I agree with that all the time. Our bodies respond, our lives respond to our emotional movement, if you will. Our, our, and there's a correlating 
emotion and body part all the time and your body will hold it until it can't any longer and then you will feel that release. Think speaking our truth, our value system, knowing it, being able to talk our story is going to be just so important for next year. And I want to mention you use the word shadow. The Energy Almanac has a new resource for you, if you will. Every week in our weekly predictions, we are offering the human design gift of the week and shadow of the week. And that's, ooh, I like that. Typically do just the shadow. And Janet Hickox, who sponsored the Energy Almanac for 2023, she's like, I really want to add the gift. Can we do? I'm like, yes, let's make it lighter. (laughs) So I think that's a, a beautiful aspect to look forward to. That is awesome. Okay, so I have loved this conversation so much and we're gonna tell people in a sec how they can get their hands on a copy of the 2023 Energy Almanac because you will definitely want a copy of this book. Can you, Tam, leave our listeners with an invitation? Yeah, I'd love to. To, Of course, the, the obvious invitation is inside the Energy Almanac, isolate, introspection, for inspiration, but really like personally from me to you, Stop being afraid of astrology. It's okay to look at it and to live with it and apply it regularly to your life. And that is the whole idea of the energy almanac is, is to read the energy and to move into flow. Don't be afraid. There's no asterisk speak in the energy almanac. And it, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? Same thing is true of astrology. Just lean in. Don't be afraid and take a leap. Do it. Nice. Beautiful. All right. So tell us, Tam, how people can find you. And we will leave a link in the show notes of where you can purchase the Energy Almanac. And I really want to encourage listeners, if you're feeling connected to this content at all, you will want to get a copy of this. It will be something that you'll want to read week to week to week, month to month to month to just have those astrological insights for the time period ahead. So that link will be in the show notes. How else can people connect with you, Tam? Thank you for asking. I ultimately have three separate websites, one for art, one for alchemy, one for the almanac, but I am going to direct people to choosebigchange.com. That is my like one hub where you can actually get to the others if you'd like to. Perfect. We will leave that link as well as the link to by the Energy Almanac for 2023 in the show notes. So please check that out. Tam, thank you again. You are the record holder for the most times appearing on one of my podcasts. I've had three now and you've appeared on two of the three. I don't think anybody's appeared on all three. So you've appeared on two of the three. You are the the world record holder (laughs) for most times. And thank you so much. Well, my pleasure, and I'm wishing everyone a happy 2023. And I want to thank you, dear listener, for tuning in. And I do want to say, if you want to get your hands on that Energy Almanac, which I do recommend, there is a link in the show notes to get your copy today. All right, my dear ones, that's all I have for you today. And as always, until next time, may your soul guide the way.
Are you ready to fill your business with soul clients in the next 60 days? Then download my free energy upgrade meditation to amp up your energy frequency, dissolve the doubt, and attract the soul clients you are destined to serve. Find the link to download on my website, alisonscammell.com, as well as in the show notes.